0: promising to be taught. the proceeding has been a mild delve into the adventuresome and others for the non-crudity of credulous credibilities in the ongoing saga of our friends and their living forms of grandulous grandurosity, the egs pendas in and mightier and might be later for our pals in a later episode and forthwith is the side of knackers on a side trolley up the west side of highways and means for all who now and in the future, tense as in to say it backwards from the future, or in facts and fiction. Full stop. For the now, Aqua Q.
1: Three, four weeks, and you haven't actually been able to listen to us as well due to the fact that we've had some mechanical difficulties, and uh, things sounded rather kind of funny. So anyhow, uh, we're here at the Meetney Radio in the heart of the Mission. Thank you for being here on Racers Alley, and uh, a lot of things been happening over the past month. You know, got a bunch of racing going on, and. Uh, Boy, there's been a lot of rides. Uh, I think the Curve Unit had a ride. The Dames Don't Care had a ride. The Women's were a Ratty High ride. You know, so it's a, it's a lot of neat stuff going on. And uh, basically, uh, well, uh, we'll go over that tonight. I'm kind of a, right now winging it. So give me one second while I actually put on some music and be right back. Here.
2: You see how Lucky threw a menu on the floor? <laughs> he did, He did not want to eat. Get this out. Yeah. Uh, chicken fingers. What kind of fucking menu is this? Uh, this is my joint. We don't do chicken fingers. <laughs> Hi, cool. Can I get you an appetizer combo? What the fuck is that? Oh, that's uh chicken fingers and uh, egg rolls with uh popcorn shrimp. Yes.
0: So now, Lucky's like, what's the idea not paying off last week? He's like, well, I w- warned you about that raid. I thought we'd be square. And he goes, no, 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 pay me.
2: Oh, there you go.
0: I got
2: to pay. Oh, you talking about the raid at the beginning of the film? I don't know. I don't think so, because that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Well, no, there's my... Oh, look, I'm out behind. oh Look at you. You leave my sister alone. May? May I? Oh, May. yeah. Too late. I love and your stay mind. Away from <laughs> All right? Thank you. That's boss. Awesome
1: alrighty welcome back to racers alley anyhow uh... Yeah, it's alex here and thank you for joining us here at meeting radio again uh, racers alley here in the heart of the mission and uh... boy oh boy like i said it's been three weeks since you heard from us all and uh... let me push the record button here so we will actually go on live uh, bam so i think we're recording and we're live now so at six oh three welcome to racers alley here at the heart of the meeting radio anyways um, boy. Like I said earlier, we had a lot of rides going on with a bunch of uh, organizations over the past weekend. You got the Stoke Care running, the uh, Women's World Ratty Riders, and uh, I think the Curve Unit Girls as well. Uh, tonight we're going to have actually. Um, The Machine uh, uh, is going to be here and uh, tell us about some stories about riding and such. And uh, got Milk Great Brian back, and he's going to be spinning some tunes. And uh, Wade Boyd, uh, Subculture Racing, will be in and uh, discuss, actually, uh, exciting news about uh, his other half, Christine, who's also a world-renowned racer on a sidecar. Uh, She's opening a new restaurant here in the Lower Haight called Berliner Berliner. So it would be great to listen and uh, hear about that as well. Uh, So uh, give me a few minutes here. And uh, we'll get some music on, get our stuff together, and be back shortly. Right? <laughs> Will this work? We'll see. It worked. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Racers Alley, and uh, you know, uh, I've been told now we gotta have a little break in between music and let you all know that we're still here, especially since we've been off for a month. So, anyways, welcome to Racers Alley here at Beat New Radio in the heart of the Mission, and we got Milk Creek Brian, uh, subculture Wade here tonight, uh, and uh, uh, the machines gonna be coming in, giving us a bunch of tales about uh, motorcycles and such. It'll be a fun time. So, anyhow, uh, we'll be right back shortly. Uh, we're just getting the show starting together and uh, chilling out before we. Uh, Go on proper. So, uh, Milk Crate, let's bring on some tunes. Yar, yar. Yeah, yeah, are. We're trying to start coming in at the five-minute mark or so every time because uh, I've heard from listeners that they don't know if we're still here or not. Welcome back to Racers Alley here, at the Mutiny Radio in the heart of the mission. So anyways, uh, boy, oh boy, last weekend we had a great... Uh, uh, of folks here really Uh, women's world women's riders world relay say that five times fast Uh, they came to the bay area they met at moto guild over on treasure island if the folks don't know about moto Guild, it's a great place to moto guild it's a great place to actually uh, go and work on your bikes they got folks there they have uh, bins there and tools there and uh, tutorials so if you ever need to work on your own bike and don't have a space Moto Guilds is a place to do it. They're on 13th Street in Treasure Island and they got a bunch of folks there, a bunch of areas where you can work on your bike and uh, tutorials as well, which is awesome. So anyways, the Women's Riders World Relay had a great, great time there. Uh, they showed up after the Dames Don't Care and a few other folks uh, welcomed them to the city. They had a ride through the city and they ended up uh, going to uh, Treasure Island in the end. So that was a very, very fun time. From, other, from there, they went Went down south sorry i said i was under the weather anyways um so anyhow they went down south and had a great ride from what i hear and uh i believe emily will be here next week and she'll be able to give you a whole rundown on how the weekend went which is really really cool so uh women's riders world relay hope you're still out there having a great time going to california and wherever your destination leads you you are all right well um like I said, give us a couple of seconds. We're getting our show together. Thank you for uh, joining uh, Racers Alley here at Meeting Radio. we got Milk Crate Brian spinning tunes. we got Wade Boyd uh, coming in, talking about, uh, uh, well, uh, Berliner Berliner opening up here in the Lower Haight. So we'll uh, get back to you soon. Cheers. might as well get on the mics here and let's turn some mics on anyhow welcome back to Racers Alley here in the heart of the mission uh... we have the machine coming in telling some tales and uh... boy oh boy well we got milk cake brian and Yar uh, Yar and uh... wade boyd yara. zoom 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 and uh... boy yeah it's been a crazy few weeks uh... like i said we've been off and such and uh... in between then uh, been a lot of uh, activities on motorcycling Uh, again fun track days is out there and uh, they did a Thunder Hill East on October 4th and uh, Thunder Hill West on September 8th so uh, fun track days Uh, boy oh boy they're uh, actually all the track days seem to be winding down so those boys are going to be out there on Thunder Hill West on October 26th and uh, November (laughs) November 11th in Thunder Hill East Uh, so uh, fun track days always uh, go see Augie and the boys you can find them at www w fun track days d-a-y-z dot com and uh actually you know he's always said if you actually uh mention racers alley he'll give you a discount so uh if you're listening want to go to a track day get a little bit of cash off and uh on the day themselves and uh you know what's really neat about that that, that fun track days is uh i was mentioning earlier today with a customer that came in over at tokyo moto and um basically what's nice about the they got the instructors there they got uh, you know like uh, one in five or such and uh, they really pay attention to you as a rider so if you come in and uh, you know they see you sitting there just ER and feeling a little mopey they'll actually come and talk to you and they'll go hey man what's up and uh, they'll just go over what uh, what you did and try and figure out uh, where you're having a little uncomfortable issues and go out with you next time you're out personally and uh, so that's really nice so they really pay attention to the riders they really try to help you out and make you feel good about being out there as well as overcoming, uh, you know, any issues that uh, might make you feel uncomfortable going around the course. So that's really, really cool about Augie and the boys out there on fun track days. And, uh, you know, uh, talking about that, I believe Max Klein will always be out there with uh, Oxymoron Photography uh, taking pictures because he's really great at uh, out there at all the track days and races uh, getting all your portraits out there. So you can always uh, visit Oxymoron Photography as well and get your pictures of yourself out there on them fun track days right so anyhow also about fun track days each time you go out on the first practice session when you come in you kind of got a break right so what they have is actually they have a uh, kind of like a class decompression session or whatever but what's nice is they also kind of okay this is what you went through first time out you know go from there and then they'll go okay well next time let's talk about what's coming up so they'll actually give you a little uh, you know insight at uh, the next next school, what to pay attention to around the next turns and such and each class they do tends to uh, get a little bit more on the skill set as you go on through the day you get more skills they kind of like actually you know well uh, they give you a little instruction on okay this time look for this or trail break that type of thing so we'll have augie here on actually probably next week or so and uh, he'll actually be able to be a little more detailed as far as uh, what he does in the sessions in between the actual Track days, but they're very, very economical. They have a couple of different uh, courses out there, and like I said, the year's winding down, so check them out October 26th, November 11th, Thunderhill West and the 26th, Thunderhill East on the 11th. And you might actually see me out there, so yeah, yeah. Anyhow, boy oh boy, uh, machines in the town. How you doing, Alex? Good How you doing, you Good to see you. We always hang out over our local pub benders and uh, you know, shoot the shit. And the other day, we were talking about motorbikes, and uh, boy, you have a history.
3: <laughs> I do. I have no history of
1: motorbikes. I've got a history of being born in Peru, the same as you, though. That as well. We <laughs> were just talking the other night about Machu Picchu and such. It's, uh, it's been a million years since I've been to Peru, and also, like I said, we have Wade Boyd here in town, and uh, well, Mel Gray Bryant, and uh, exciting news. Um, Boy, you know, uh, Christine's a subculture racer. She's been a, a sidecar uh, passenger for a long, long time. I think probably, what, 16, 17 years?
2: Yeah, something like that. Yeah.
1: So uh, she's been uh, racing all over the, uh, well, certain continents. And, uh, international. You know, international, for sure. And uh, she's always worked at a place called Rosamond, And uh, everyone knows her near Tornado down in Lower Hey, And uh, exciting news is she bought the, the franchise location, yeah?
2: Yeah, so she's got the, the place. It's now going to be called Berliner Berliner. And all of the neighborhood is totally behind her and we're going to totally make it work she's going to blow everybody's socks off on her great food the sausages and the satin she adds goodies and makes specials and and she has secret german recipes
1: (laughs) yeah it'll be great i mean um everyone around is also very excited about that because i mean she's kind of family and um, also very modest because you know i mean as far as being an international international racer you know most people don't look i don't know what does an international racer look like but you know yeah. there she is serving your sausages yeah. every day in and she, out and uh, she's
2: the little german girl behind there j- selling the german sausages giving you the the great little experience and everything and and she's been nice to everybody in the neighborhood so everybody wants to see it happen is it is it is it working and, and are you still open can we have another sausage
1: (laughs) yeah it's like i said you know um, yeah everyone's really buying for her it's finally you know it's great you know uh, finally she has her own business after slaving away for so many years you know doing other people's things like we all do you know regularly she started at the bottom
2: i started even farther down than that
1: can you (laughs) you
3: (laughs) (laughs) still take the sausages next door to tornado
2: oh yeah so Um, yeah Yep, All yep, those
3: folks
1: are very happy. It's uh, totally part of it. Yeah. So.
2: Toronado is, is basically their landlord, and so they're hand in hand. So it was their idea to, um, with the owner and everybody in Tornado to create that little sausage place. We found out
1: the other day it was a balloon store. What? Before that. There's no more balloon stores left, yeah. so she must have to sell balloons on the so side yeah. or something. We'll, we'll yeah. have to get some Definitely balloons wouldn't. and give
2: them away or something.
1: <laughs> a balloon store? Holy moly. That's like a button shop. You know they're few and far between nowadays. Wow, yeah. that's neat. And uh, yeah, Tornado's out there, Molotovs, uh, one of our sponsors here uh, at Racer's Alley as well. And uh, yeah, there's, a, there's you know uh, Mad Dog. There's a whole bunch of places around there, and um, you can also get stuff to go, or even better, um, take it home and cook them. You know, there's there's, a, there's an array of actual sausages. I mean, uh, to, yeah. Yeah, I'm, re- I'm, re- I'm really,
3: really I'm really glad to be getting uh, to have to have that on lower heat now because I just. Uh, i'm not allowed into my local vietnamese store anymore <laughs> <laughs> so i went i, I went Uh-oh. i went I went in and i said Can you give me a fucking sandwich and he, goes, <laughs> he goes i gotta ban me and he's like i was like what i'm not allowed to back in again he goes yeah i gotta
1: ban me uh, well, which, uh, we got some jokes going <laughs> on so Mwah. Berliner, Berliner is the place to go now. awesome yeah yeah, yeah you exactly go. you got to come on the show a fantastic comedy club show on, on uh, fridays or saturdays <laughs> and uh, start shooting out some lines there yeah Right on. Sheen's telling jokes yeah you uh, know talking about that you know um it's so it's it's Everyone's uh, totally, totally happy for Christine getting this this gig, and uh, she earned it, you know, uh, and it's a dream come true, and, uh, you know, vicariously with all of us as well, you know, it's, it's really, really great. Yeah,
2: uh, hers, hers is actually a little little longer and stuff, so uh, I don't want to say she ran away from home, but she all but ran away from home, and, you know, she wanted to run off, she ran off to America to live an American dream. She's been here for a bunch of years. She she showed up knowing she says one word, and that was umbrella. Wow, <laughs> that's a hard that's a hard road.
1: No kidding. <laughs> I did not it. know she had to that's learn English
2: when she
3: got here. <laughs> that's funny because I left thirty years ago to go to Germany, and my the only words I knew was somebody told me just say when you when someone picks you up hitchhiking, just say ich bin doof. I was like, okay, no problem. Didn't have any book with me. I went first guy stops to pick me up. I'm like, ich bin doof. And he just looked at me and drove off. I was like, well, that's a bit weird. So, so I go to, the, go to the gas station. I go, ich bin doof. And they're like, do you know what that means? I was like, no. He goes, it just means you're stupid.
1: I'm like, ah. <laughs> uh, Bastard. <laughs> that's uh, weird. that's yeah. a true story. Maybe. No, no, Maybe. I don't doubt it. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. you <laughs> uh,
2: Yeah, I'm a little afraid to say stuff because I, I always forgot what it meant. And it's like, uh, I don't want to say the wrong thing. So oh. I'm bad at bl-
1: foreign languages. Yeah, well, I, I think lived, b- I li- everyone in the world knows Americans. are just not there for that. You
3: know, <laughs> yeah, I, I lived in Germany for three and a half years, and practicing my German was horrible. Like, I went to a bank, and <laughs> two, two of the best ones. I went in a bank, and I basically was practicing German, and I said, can I steal $100? $100, 100 D mark <laughs> back in the 90s. And they went and got the manager and the security and everything, because I just walked up and said it. It was. I was the only one there, and I was really calm about it. And they got the security and everything. They're like, "What?" started rabbit r- <laughs> raging at me he spent some time I, for a second and, I just, and I, all, I, all I was asking was to take out a hundred dollars that's all I wanted oh, <laughs> but, but like you acted as like give me, give me your money yeah, give me your money give me a <laughs> hundred dollars right now
4: uh, boy it's yeah, always that's funny when those friends mislead you with the foreign language I uh, know totally <laughs> I was living in yeah. Denmark for two years and uh, I'd always get confused at the grocery store because after I'd pay for everything the person behind the stand would say this thing to me that was something like bolsa bolsa and i'd be all confused i'd be like what the hell does this mean so i went home to my danish friends and i said look i'm at the grocery store <laughs> they keep saying this word bolsa i don't know what the fuck it means and they're like oh that just means if you want a bag and i'm like okay so what do i say back they're like what you need to do is you need to say fisa that means i've got it myself and i'm like okay that's great that's what i need so i go through 14 year old girl at the checkout counter checks me out and goes bolsa and i go fisa and she looks at me like i'm crazy and i just keep saying it fisa fisa and then she leaves and the manager comes and she says get out of my store Yo. and i'm Whoa. like okay so i take everything going i go hey guys i tried that fisa thing they all start <laughs> laughing up apparently fisa means pussy oh,
1: so, oh, <laughs>
5: which no. i can say because we're a uh,
4: uh, internet radio <laughs> yeah. um so basically i had just propositioned this 14 year old girl working at a checkout stand which was L- L-
1: luckily pops didn't actually I just uh, <laughs> can you over the head with something uh, holy uh, moly <laughs> I,
3: I, I have to set the scene for you here I'm living in Germany again practicing my German my cousin came down from Sweden and my girlfriend's landlord landlady on a farm let him stay in the farmhouse for like two weeks so after two weeks has gone I'm working as a dishwasher up in up in the Alps and. Wow. After he's gone, I go on a stormy November night. It's, I have to walk up the stairs. Their barns below, their main house is upstairs. I walk up with a bottle of wine and some flowers. Storming, it's like there's rain pouring down, and I knock on the door. Like, no answer. So I knock again. The door opens and the landlady's there, and I was like, Danke see my Cousin, ausgenommen hast. And she the look on her face was like like what the fuck? She slams the door, her husband comes running at the door, Uh-oh. opens it up, <laughs> and I, I, I had not pulled the, the the flowers and the wine out yet. I pull them out and he just goes mad at me, doesn't speak any English. And then I repeat it and he just takes the flowers, slams the door, and I go back down to my girlfriend. And she goes, How did that go? I was like, Oh it went really badly. I don't, <laughs> know. They, don't, they, don't li- they don't like wine and flowers. And she asked me what I'd said. I got one letter wrong in that whole sentence. Instead <laughs> of saying thank you for putting my my cousin up for the for the for the week, uh-huh. I said thank you for gutting my cousin with one one letter. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh. and they didn't get it. <laughs> they were, like, they they were the incensed. She had, to, she had to go back and explain
1: to them that yeah, he's Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And you know, as far as Scotsman's goes, I mean. Boy I was a kid and um, I was uh, managing a warehouse uh, a furniture warehouse suspect in the, you know uh, early uh, late 80s and uh, we got the Scotsman and uh, warehouse guy you know and no one could understand a word he said and this is before I, yeah now i have a kind of a good ear with with accents and stuff you know but uh even at the aisle for a second you know it, it was neat to hear all the accents because i think the more you deal with them the less you become you know non understanding you know so yeah this guy couldn't i mean no one could understand a word he said must have been from port Glasgow. it's just really really good it's a very thick accent and you know he gets so angry I was like, I'm trying to tell you this, you know? And I go, I know you're trying to tell me this, but I can't understand a word you're saying. Goes, rock, 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 rock. What did he say? Yeah, I was like, yeah, you know? Yes, can you write it down? You know? But uh, yeah, in the end, uh, uh, of course, we all uh, understood each other, and he had, he did end up taking over my position, which was great. But uh, yeah, it's, it's very interesting with cultures and accents. When I went to the aisle for the first time, you know, I'm sitting there and it's like, you're American, huh? Yeah, you're from California, aren't you? You know, it was like, hey, yeah. How did you guess? You know, it's like, yeah. Compared to everyone, yeah, everyone has a, a, a. Compared to here, we don't we don't hear that always. Where in Europe, that's a commonality. Where you're always going to hear, you know, that type of a, a change in. in, in, in yeah. I guess inflection or whatever yeah so
3: so the reason i ended up in germany in the first place is i'd just finished university i got my motorbike license i'd fucking ridden down to see my folks living with them working in a warehouse same as you got offered this amazing job with motorola for assistant materials manager my mate was just about to sell me his gbz 900 nice took me out on it i was on the back 135 mile an hour <laughs> up the up the motorway i was like "Fuck, this is the bike for me <laughs> and he, he goes it he goes it goes 155 it was an, i think it was an 89 gpz yeah. 900 like mm-hmm. with gray with the gray with purple and red racing stripe so no. I'm just about a bite off him and i get this letter in the mail from a mate of mine i went to university with 90 pages fucking stupid bastard had taken whatever he'd taken in Frankfurt whatever drugs fucked his head up and made written me a 90 page letter that was like I can't go home you need to come and get me and bring me back to Scotland and I'm like you're fucking kidding me I'm just about (laughs) to start my career (laughs) so so he gave me the address of where he was and i get to the i get to the ferry to go over and i was like how the fuck am I going to get there he goes how much money you got i was like i'm just about to buy a motorbike i've got f- 1700 quid and the bike's 1500 he goes all right it won't cost you that much just get the ferry and come over and see me mm-hmm. so i get the ferry i phone my folks up get over to uh i get to belgium and i start hitchhiking right to I phone and they're phone them when i get there just over the on the ferry, and they're like, oh, he says he's not going to be there anymore. He's going to be in southeast Germany. I'm like, what the fuck? He's not in Frankfurt. He's not in southwest now. He's in southeast. Hitchhiked down there mm. to see him to save his ass. Went home 27 years later. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. You just stayed. <laughs>
3: I stayed. I stayed right. Now. I'm still here. I'm still out on my holidays. <laughs>
1: well, it's funny how life takes the left and the right. You totally. Know, and, and, and it takes a certain type of uh, person to actually just follow that. Yeah. You but, know. Uh, well, I didn't know it was me. You never. Know, you never <laughs>
3: knew it was going to be you until it
1: happened. <laughs> truly, truly, truly. You know. I mean, yeah. I was going to be a sailor uh, back in uh, 1987, I think, six, seven. Uh, I had money to buy a sailboat uh, from a, a pal and I was going to live on it in Martinez and live aboard save my rent live on the boat always wanted to live on a sailboat all that notion and stuff and sure enough it was going to happen and uh on a on a Saturday night it's like my roommate Rick who's an old old pal of mine and uh he said uh, uh hey man you know all of the mates got bikes and I don't know how to you want to come and test ride it for me before helmet launch it so went to livermore and uh, sure enough to you know it's a suburb world but out uh... still is and uh go on the bike and uh, just a 83 cb 650 it had four pipes very very unique chrome tank neat looking well chrome accents and uh in the tank as well so it was, it was a limited edition in a sense it was very it was as far as all those years of the bikes and um rode it around RER came back and um long dormant dragon woke up you know i was gonna buy a boat that friday right, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. so i was like you need to fill the tires <laughs> up otherwise the bike's right cool i'll ride at home blah 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 so i'm riding and it's just like yeah back then there was i grew up without helmet loss and, and then nothing finer than riding a bike without a helmet uh, you, you,
3: you know I, i've got two kids and the week that i bought my i was about by a, a harley sportster yeah up on, up on my street there 13 years ago and uh the five the oh Mustang came up for sale the same week for you 1200 bu- bucks <laughs> and the Harley was 3500 bucks, Plus, I had two kids that had to get to school every single morning. Damn, and it's and convertible. A yeah, I still have that. But uh, getting a bike's been out of my reach all the time. I've ridden a load of them, but I've still not owned one since the first one I got when I learned how to ride in 1989. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know.
1: I've been there, though. Yeah, sometimes you just stop riding for a while for whatever reason. But, uh, yeah, so long story short, I ended up instead of uh, buying the boat, that riding that CB uh, throughout the week, I, uh, in between stores that I had managed, uh, I went by Concord Yamaha, and it was just like walked in. and Back then it was, just, uh, yeah, probably uh, uh, they had the uh, FCR 600s, 1000s, had the FCR four hundred. So, this is like the 87s, 80s. And uh walked by, I wanted a cruiser. No, it didn't look right. I ended up buying a Yamaha Phaser. But I put down my cash, and it's like, you know, because they let you test ride it. And it goes, well, you need 500 bucks more. It's like, I'll be back end of the week. But there, there went my sailboat money. I mean, it's like, my whole life could have been different on a sailboat. Could out there. I could have been a proper pirate. In slow motion, <laughs> you would have been a proper <laughs> pirate. Well, here you are, you
3: need, you need, you need radio. <laughs> you're the radio. Half, you're
1: halfway there. Right? <laughs> Just, well, know. we've always been there oh, subculture. a boat. <laughs> Just, <you laughs> and uh, <laughs> actually, uh, Wade's an admiral. He has a fleet of four boats, by the way. Someday I'll let you try one of my boats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He has. He's... Um, Over in Brisbane, they got a bunch of kids, and uh, he made a, uh, boy, at least a dozen soapbox derby cars for that city. And you have to see the picture. Uh, Maybe we'll get some on the face of a book, Racer's Alley. But they're all phenomenal. I mean, everyone was just so unique and cool. And uh, the kids got to go ride down this big-ass hill. And them soapbox derby cars and uh, they came to uh, more often as time went on I was like can I have a car for next year weight? And he'd be sponsoring them cars and stuff and uh, really neat
2: yeah a couple of them it was the League of Extraordinary Racers Yep. we decided to go without to make it big instead of really small and so I did three of Nemo's vehicles the only we only had three vehicles I know anyhow we oh. had two submarines and then he had the, the, what i call the caddy with the four front wheels and so i made each of those and so that's why we named it the league of extraordinary racers and all the cars are trying to compete with looking as good as that cadillac
1: and all the kids were actually the more they, they did it's like yeah, there are some kids who are really especially yeah. fast and they, can you make one for me? And it was a really neat endeavor for Prince Spain to do that uh, you know, yeah. for a while. Yeah.
2: They have it every year and um, so they'll sponsor you with the, with a kit. No cheating and changing the wheels and stuff, but here's the rules, they're kind of a guideline. And so they'll sponsor you with a thing. I think it was $150 to get in. If your car goes down the hill, you get your money back. (laughs) So you just can't win. It's supposed to be, you know, your parent and kid and stuff. We just wanted to build cars and go play. None of us have kids, so we rented them, as I call it. We went and found your, your kid has to come with a parent or whatever. So there's your manager, and here's your car, and you guys are a team, and you guys go race. If you need something, come back to the pits and I'll fix your car. But it wasn't, you know, it was supposed to be those guys sort of cheating on building the car and anyhow <laughs> getting to be the team. Your kid goes down the hill and you got in a an extreme, super nice, like a disneyland theme car.
1: Excellent. Yeah, you yeah. got to see the pictures. Sorry. Yeah, wait, throw yeah. those yeah. on uh, the racers' alley and face them. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll so, try. Yeah. So, anyhow, so, oh, sorry.
2: We have a pirate ship. The secretary goes, oh, well, you don't have a pirate ship. So I built a pirate ship. <laughs> We're rich pirates, fleet not, now. not poor yeah. pirates. We're rich pirates.
1: Uh, he literally <laughs> has the uh, uh, three or four boats.
2: Uh, I have two boats and the the soapbox derby car
1: that are pirate ship. Two boats. Okay, and I thought you had three boats.
3: And are they? Do you, do you dock them all less than waist deep? Yeah, uh, I, 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 I. Do you have to wait? you have to out to them? Or no, oh, yeah. no, so they're it's really, really a, good
2: looking. <laughs> I I sort of made him like a dolly there there they're flat bottom most of their life they're going to be d- docked on land um so i put wheels on the back so you could pick the, the very tip up and walk away with it <laughs>
1: nice and then you like walk a derby you, car <laughs> yeah,
2: so you walk it over into the water you push it in and then so i did all my homework on youtube and stuff and anyhow a guy a buddy that has a real boat goes eh, you might want to put pontoons on that thing and phew, I want to say, good thing I did. <laughs> good thing I did. So I made pontoons and stuff, and and so the, I put a roommate, a third guy, I put in here. Try it. Go around. We're in Lake Merced, and he all but sunk it. He, he was going to go across the bay. He turns. Where is he going? It's not that tested. He comes back and he's going. I have a problem. I have a problem. And by the time he got to it, it was full of water. I have the the life vest on, and I'm on the dock. And he goes, throw me the throw me the rope throw me a rope and it was like you have the rope and he well, i didn't get to finish the sentence the, the rope is tied to the pillow that his head is on <laughs> so i got a, a safety pillow and a 50 foot rope in case it sinks because i don't know how deep it is and so he he freaks out he jumps out throttles wide open it nose dives he's in like six foot of water or less anyhow he swims over there the the pirate ship is in a nosedive. the motors outside spin and everything's f- <laughs> floating out there goes the pillow the pillow worked really good and there goes the rope and the the pontoons would not let it sink no way uh, so the pontoons worked and they kind of keep it stable but it's it's like a soapbox derby car it's a one person can't be too big uh, little boat and and then I got a five speed big trolling motor you put it in fifth and you go and you get out twenty feet or so and you go into slow motion am I moving is it if you steer you'll figure out if you're moving it's it's so different it's so yeah life in slow motion nothing
3: so, mo- so hit, 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 hitchh- hitchhiking over to Germany that time to save my mate I get there and he's like ah, I'm fine I just wanted to get you the fuck out of Britain I was like you're fucking kidding me.
0: <laughs>
3: He's like, no, I'm good. I'm like, hey. so anyway, ended up hitchh- hitchhiking all around Europe for like ten months. That seventeen hundred quid back in the day when you sleep in fields and only eat bread and red peppers. Ooh, that lasted the yeah. full ten months, no worries. So the next time I was on a motorbike, just happened to we'd been all through Italy on stromboli, climbed the most active volcano in the world at the time, blah and blah. Say, he says well, let's go to Amsterdam I'm like on the way to Sweden all right we'll have two days in Amsterdam get to Amsterdam pitch your tents at the campsite closest to the town center Well that two days turned into three weeks without <laughs> us ev- without his even knowing it and you're supposed to move your tent every two days so we should have known that they were like move your tent every two days so this lush grass doesn't get uh, messed up. So, so after three weeks, I hadn't moved my tent. Somebody gave me a bit of cake. I didn't drink any alcohol at the time for like six years, but someone gave me a bit of cake. Didn't tell me it was space cake. I'm like <laughs> tripping balls for 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 like days. And then the campground attendant comes over and he tells me basically, get off of this, get off of this piece of land. And I'm like, okay. So I pack up my rucksack, same one as in the Eddie the Eagle movie. Actually, it was green and purple. And one of the dudes was a biker on the campsite. He's like, it's going to be hard to get out of town hitchhiking back down to the south of Germany. He's like, I'll give you a ride on my bike. He had the Kawasaki LTD 1000. Cool. This was 1990, about October, November. Puts me on the back of that, through the tunnels, Drops me at the nearest uh, rest 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 stop gas station, whatever you call it here. I can't even remember what you call it now that I'm talking about this. I've been here 21 years. <laughs> what do you call it? A, a rest stop. Yeah, right. Yeah. A rest stop. Drops me there. I can stick my thumb out of my mind and start hitching again. <laughs> yeah. So that was, my, that, was my, that was my next bike. So I was, still, I was still looking to get a bike. My whole life I've been looking to get one. And you just never quite get to it. Wow. Well,
4: yeah. now's the season. I mean, I'm a guy that's right. always compulsively buying them off Craigslist. And this season from about October to February is when they're cheap. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, i every, every I'm always looking for deals this time of year because it's, it's very seasonal. People, once it starts to get cold and dark, they need a little cash, they start selling them cheap. And... Then when it gets warm and nice outside, the value goes up. So yeah. I tell all my friends that say, yeah. "Oh, I'm really looking for a bike." It's like, "Well, tell me what you're looking for, mm-hmm. and I'll put it on my radar," because uh, the stuff's out there, and there's just phenomenal yeah. Yeah. deals
2: this time. Almost of year. everything's out there. Yeah.
4: Yeah
3: who's who, who's the sea bikes out there in which order
4: mine's the crazy goldwing with the cow skull on the nice, front of it i just built that awesome. for dirtbag challenge a build-off <laughs> what's so, what's dirtbag challenge it's a build-off where you build a bike in under two months for under two thousand dollars oh uh, and then there's a three-day uh, 300 mile ride you go on camp overnight a couple nights and if you make it to the end you're in a show, and they have different prizes for different categories of bikes and stuff. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, it's a a real institution. Um, And I also wanted to give a shout-out to uh, our friend Paulo from Dirtbag Challenge. He's doing a very interesting project in the next coming months with uh, a Filipino cultural organization where they're restoring this... Kind of strange Filipino vehicle. It's a lot like if you've ever seen the Indian tuk-tuk. I was going to say, a tuk-tuk? Kind of like a I've, be,
3: I've been in a few of them, actually, in India.
4: This particular <laughs> one is a Rebel 250 with some kind of tuk-tuk-like sidecar. So they're going to be restoring that, and he's doing a documentary on that and somehow I got roped into doing all the electrics because
1: there you go.
4: everybody saw my wiring skills at Durbank Yeah, it's like, like having a pickup truck, now, yeah, they're, so in, now yeah. they're like, can you do I, the electrics I, for me? Yeah, it? I it's saw like, pictures yeah, of sure.
2: it, somebody didn't know how to weld and they used mostly rebar.
4: Yeah, <laughs> no well, this kidding. apparently is all made with rebar.
2: <laughs> so yeah, I,
3: yeah I, went to, I went to Asia for six and a half months after living in Germany for three and a half and it's like the next bike I was looking at was, at, I think it was like KZ 500 in Saigon to drive up to Hanoi. Has anyone heard of that
1: bike? I was looking up before I got here. Uh, yeah. yeah, the KZ, 500? KZ yeah, 500. Uh, yeah, I, I, those uh, the Hellrats. Uh, Jim had one, and I think 82, 83. It was a kickstart blue one. Yeah, yeah they, were so, they were so popular in Vietnam. You you could you could buy one in
3: Saigon or Hanoi, whichever one. It's, I think it's a 1,700 kilometer, like thousand mile journey. And you just buy one, put your rucksack on and drive up. The, so so I was supposed to do that. Uh, but the, the American girl I was traveling with at the time, we got on a test <laughs> rover. I was like, this is brilliant. She's like that, no effing way. Are we, <laughs> are we going 1,000 miles? And I was like, come uh. on. She's like, no, we're getting the train. I'm like, so that was my next time to buy a bike. And I got like. Squashed Shut down Shut right.
1: Well did she regret Her decision on the train though Because the no. trains Can be rather crowded As no, well The
3: train was we, we were actually Very fucking lucky That we got the train I didn't even know What a typhoon was Until I got to Da Nang <laughs> Sure <laughs> so, the, so we're they're like, there's a typhoon coming. in. I was like, ah, that sounds cute. A typhoon.
1: <laughs> yeah, what does that did, mean? <laughs> did, What's I, that?
3: I did, you know, you were, there's no internet at the time, and everyone's like, was oh, like a typhoon. Oh, it sounds like a bit of water coming in. So <laughs> it's actually the same as a hurricane. It's exactly the same as a hurricane. No shit. It's just a different <laughs> it's, water. It's just wind. The, it's just the Asian name for a for a hurricane. It's gotcha. <laughs> so the train, so the the swell, we're going up the we're going up the on the train. And suddenly we're just, we're only on water. And the train's built up about three feet up and we're just on water. And I'm like, how come we're gonna cross the freaking ocean here, right, <laughs> like, and, and everyone's panicking, and I'm just going, oh, this is awesome, like, it's a bit windy, <laughs> and and, walking on water. Everyone's, everyone's, like, the windows are open, like, it's like real old rickety train, and I'm just going, this is freaking great, there's little, little <laughs> islands all over the place, the there's people in houses battening down the hatches, I'm like, wow, it must, be, it must be, it must be getting a bit stormy out there, <laughs> so, so we get to Da Nang and the conduct, the, the uh, the train stops and they're like fucking, it was rushing off. And I'm just I'm just standing there, and my girlfriend and I are just going, Yeah, what the fuck's happening? And somebody comes up, they're like, Get off the train. And we're like, like Why? And they're like, Typhoon, Typhoon. I'm like, That must be really big typhoon, whatever that means. Still, still didn't even know. So the this person escorts us into a breeze block building with no windows. And there's this old gentleman there have a picture of me and him <laughs> he, look, he looks like ho chi Minh. he's the guy's about 90 and he's just cowered down behind this breeze block open window and he just motions for us to come like sit beside him so we do this hurricane was 14 hours, right? We sat in that breeze block. There's fucking Dorothy who was flying past the window. Though. Holy moly. The, 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 <laughs> the okay. houses were flying by the window. Everything. Nothing actually came into this opening that was only, it was only like, uh, it was like three foot by three foot. No window in it or anything. Totally bare breeze block structure. And we just sat it out for 14 hours. And I was like, Oh, that was a typhoon. All right, so,
1: <laughs> I don't want to come by so, those again. <laughs> so,
3: so we come out, we come out in the morning the next day, and it's just devastation. <laughs> There's fucking coconuts and palm trees and fucking tables everything's and everything's just like everything's just destroyed. I'm like that. Holy moly! Whoa, that's fucking insane. That's a typhoon. That was that, that's a typhoon. But then the the, the next train is is. So um, that train left somehow. I don't know where it fucking went because we had to wait another <laughs> another <laughs> ten hours for the next one. I was like, where the fuck did the train go that I just got off? <laughs> but it must have got everyone off and just pissed off and gone like, I'm getting out here.
1: Got in a mountain tunnel or something, you know? Yeah,
3: it, it, it went somewhere. Yeah. So we we were stuck there for a good ass long time. And but after the storm, so fucking calm. It was beautiful, we just in all the rubble and everything around us. All the thatch lying about, we just write the table up, put, put a chair down, and this this person just came out of a of somewhere and brought us a little cup of coffee. Like <laughs> a cup of Vietnamese coffee. God, no awesome. no food or anything. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. like it wasn't a cafe. They were like they just very graciously gave us I was like, Fuck it, Vietnamese coffee's the best. Condensed milk with a drip yeah. thing on the top, <laughs> dripping down. Had one of them Yeah.
1: So they were just good, trying to yeah. let's get back to normal. So and, I was, you know. yeah,
3: everyone was just back to normal. I was. So I was very fucking lucky I was not on that KZ KZ five hundred because I wouldn't have had a fucking clue.
1: I was like, I just getting a bit windy. <laughs> was the last with you when you guys all hunkered down for fourteen yeah. hours? Yep, totally. Oh, holy moly. Yeah. Now when you mentioned that earlier, was there a was there a, a roof structure or were you There arms? was a, there was a roof. Okay. Yeah, there yeah.
3: was a roof. I don't even remember looking up. I have a I have a slide of it. It's a beautiful <laughs> slide. Um, it was like a bunker. Picture. Uh, you it guys wasn't hunker a bug- down. No, it wasn't a bug. The window was open. I swear it was, like, just open. And we never got sucked in, sucked out, and nothing came in. Because <laughs> it must have been just going like that and just flying. I remember just looking at he uh, The guy just kept pushing us down going, don't fucking look up. <laughs> and I got my, yeah. and got my head chopped off. Yeah,
1: yeah wow, that's amazing. You so know, uh, I've been lucky so far on not buying bikes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, crazy storms. Yeah. Uh-huh yeah so let's uh let's see let's uh, let's get some music on for a second seven o'clock oh, can, we,
3: can we have business dicks metal surf right since we're talking about surfing and uh, typhoons <laughs> can you get that one
4: there uh i didn't bring it <laughs> oh, is, is we'll, on we'll work inter- on it it's on the internet <laughs> oh well, we do it all the time. No, we do here. vinyl here. Oh, really? I Sorry. should have all, all vinyl, vinyl
3: all the time. We're just about to do our vinyl. No iPods and iPads and here. We're pure. You are. It's funny. We're just about to release our album the next
1: couple of months.
2: That's something Good. new.
3: We'll have to work, work bring on, it, on it.
1: it. We'll talk about that in the next, in the next part, uh, about your album, Yard. Mm. We, we never we. had a request like that before. <laughs> <laughs> right? And we found a pianist, too, but that's a different thing. I uh, found one this morning. Shane is a... Yard. Uh, Shane over at as a as a classical uh, pianist. You were telling me that's an amazing
4: story about. Yeah, about how he went out.
1: Yeah, yeah. we'll talk about that in the uh, segment soon. Uh, Milk, great. What do we got going on?
4: Uh, we've got local band from Oakland, the Phenomenats. Phenomenats, hey, excellent. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, welcome back to Races Alley. Holy moly. It's 7.10. Uh, meet any radio here. And, uh, yeah, we were gone for about a month, uh, three weeks or so. And also, we had a bunch of technical difficulties. So even when we were here, we kind of weren't. So anyways, we're getting everything together and talking about that here at Races Alley. You know, uh, we are with Mutiny Radio, and uh, we're a part of their pirate ship and pirate team. And Pam Tastic is uh, running the running the boat; she's our captain, and uh, she does Mutiny Radio. And on Mutiny Radio, uh, they have actually a comedy, so uh, you can always get on Mutiny Radio www fm. But uh, she runs a couple of shows. You know, uh, she has her. Uh, uh, I guess you could say if you want to be a comedian, you know, she has her work, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, workshop. So you can always come in here on Mondays, I believe, from around 6 or something, and have the workshop. And if you want to be a comedian, you come in here and... uh It'd be nice if all you workshop people actually donated 10 bucks or something, you know. Anyhow, uh, yeah, come in here, uh, got your 10-minute skit or something, you go over it. Everyone critiques it. You get out in front of a mic, you be live, and, you, you know, you kind of like it's the beginning of becoming a comedian, and uh, it's a really nice thing. And uh, so it's like I said, it's a workshop. And like I said, why don't you folks start paying money if you're on a workshop? I'm getting sick of that. Anyways, on Fridays, uh, if you want to come in, Um, from the workshop you can always come on the uh, Pamtastic Comedy Clubhouse or before that open mic and what's neat is it's like being a racer going from a track day to actually racing you know you come in finally on a Friday you get in front of people you know and uh and as far as uh, coming to the clubhouse uh the happy hour open mic is uh, different than being on the clubhouse uh once you're there your name's released and uh, you know a little bit bigger you're finally in as far as getting in to be a comedian so it's really really neat and uh, i've thought about it myself and uh it's really a cool place to be if you want to start learning how to be a comedian And why would you do that well if you're shy that's a good way to pick up girls if you're not it's a good way to be humiliated uh and learn a little bit of humbleness you know i mean it really is actually very humbling to sit out there and have have no one actually laugh i mean uh, <laughs> it's true i mean uh this is why I, I thought about this uh a while back i was sitting here on the uh one of her shows uh, i think it was the open mic and um this gentleman came up a young guy probably 23 24 and he's like are you are you are you could hear the crickets. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can go hard. Hear the crickets. oh boy. Well, I guess I need work on my 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 gig. But uh, I still got three minutes, or ten minutes, or eight minutes. So I'm gonna sit out here and uh, try and keep going. Everyone in the audience, uh, all eight of us, we clapped. You know, I mean, this guy is just like sitting there, just drowning. But he still has eight minutes on his time and he's going to sit there and do it. That's what I'm talking about, you know, when, when you have your joke workshop. I mean, that's, that's this guy, obviously, you know, he sat there and took it. And if you're, if you're going to be in any type of industry uh, uh, where you're going to be out there and put your neck out and, uh, you know, want to be uh, in front of a bunch of people. You gotta take your licks, and I was just talking to Pam about this the other night. She she spent a lot of years taking her licks, where you go out there and your uh, various audiences, and no one's laughing, and you just like gotta tough it out, you know that type of thing. So this boy toughed it out, and uh, it taught me a big lesson. I, I was really proud of the guy for doing it, for doing his show, you know. So it's pretty neat like that, you know. Gotta do your thing, you know. Gotta believe. Anyhow, uh, so here we are uh, back here at Meekney Radio at Races Alley, and uh, thank you Pam for having us, and uh, Also, you can always push a donate button on uh, www.meetlyradio.fm or on our Facebook page or whatever. And uh, you can always call us here at Racers Alley uh, if you want to thank your sponsors. Very important. It's the end of the year now, folks. You can always uh, either call in or have us uh, uh, read out. Thank you, mom, dad. Thank you, sponsors. Thank you, Dunlop. Thank you, girlfriend. Thank you, dog. And thank you, my goddamn Toyota truck for not breaking down. Amen. Um, right. So uh, thank you, Brian, for the Toyota truck, by the way. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so you can always uh, donate ten bucks here to keep our ship running. And we'll be happy to just like uh, uh, either read out, uh, or you can call in and thank everyone yourself. It's on a podcast; you can always keep that because there's nothing better than uh, letting uh, uh, folks know you appreciate them, especially after you're a year of racing and you still owe them fifteen hundred bucks. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so cheers. Anyhow, uh, what were we talking about earlier? What, what, what do we need to get back to, fellas? What we I, was,
3: I think we're we're chatting about the well the last. I was chatting about the last bikes that I. Was was on, yeah. Um, oh my gosh! Like Chiang Mai in north of Thailand, rented a couple of little little beaters. I think they were one two five something. I don't even remember the name of them. I, for some reason, I remember the KZ 500 yeah. from Vietnam, but in in Thailand, it had. I don't think it had anything on it. I don't think the guys built them themselves, driving around in the jungles there. This, with the with uh, the literally snakes like ten foot long snakes that Yarr. somebody ran over in front <laughs> of me right over the head and it was writhing about. I had to go round that one. Holy moly! But, but the one the one person I was riding with at the time then um, there's there's I don't I don't remember what the name of it is, but she dropped her bike on her leg. So the exhaust uh. just and it was oh, just heavy. Melted her. Oh yeah. There, there's a spe- specific
1: name for it in in Asia because people go there who've never ridden a bike before. They do that always. yes yeah. I mean, uh, Back in the 70s, there was a commonality of uh, on yeah. bikes getting the old thigh burn or the, oh, it was or the uh, yeah it was know, the, calf, calf burn. It was, burn yeah. it was <laughs>
3: blistered, blistered yeah. in the jungle. Horrible. You ever do that wait Oh. Oof.
2: Yep. You ever think been that? <laughs> I think everybody did somewhere. Exactly,
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's part of the deal. <laughs> Even my leg, or the last time I did that was to just feel that pain. Yeah, right. Not so, on d- ah. yeah. So on,
3: on, my, on my 21st birthday, I stopped drinking because in Scotland you start about when you're about 14. Yeah. I, sto- I stopped for a day on my 21st birthday. I was just finishing <laughs> up university. I was like, I need to, I need to get past this. I ended up not drinking for six years, but I ended up buying a, my first motorbike then, so I, I did it my first bike ever, it was, uh, <laughs> I bought it off this dodgy Scottish dude <laughs> in in Edinburgh, down at the docks in Leith. It, you could fi- you find it in the newspaper then, like Craigslist, I don't know yeah. if you kids know, but it was in a, it was in the ads in the newspaper.
1: We used to have Cycle so Trader here. And yeah. yeah, oh no, this was
3: just a regular, regular rag, it just happened to have one motorbike and I was like, I'll <laughs> take that. I go down and he's like, um... Yeah, mate. Uh, it's got. Uh, it's not got one of the, It's not got this lever on the side. And I was like, "What's that? What, what lever?" He's like, "the The thing you kick. The thing you kick it with." And I didn't knew nothing about motorbikes. I just knew <laughs> I wanted one. I'd never, <laughs> never been on one or anything. And he's like, "What I do is I just run down the street with it and I just jump start it." And I was like, "So I was like, I was like, okay. So you don't really need that that thing on the side." And he's like that, nah you don't need that. And me being the dumbass goes, Alright, I'll fucking buy that off you. <laughs> <laughs> so I buy I buy them it was a it was a Kawasaki one two five red with a gold thing across the tank. Nice. look looked great. Yeah. Looked great, that's all that mattered when you've never been on a bike or <laughs> had anything to do with bikes. So for the for the first uh two months I'm on it. I'm going. To a mor- <laughs> I'm going to a motorbike class. I'm like, I'll, I'll take six weeks of classes twice a week, yeah. and I take it down there. And they're like, "You're missing your Kickstarter." I was like, "No, no, you just run with it. You just run and you just like." <laughs> and he's like, nice. "No, you're missing your Kickstarter." What I, like, I was like, "Well, it didn't have a." He, he told me there was something missing. <laughs> but I didn't know and he showed me how to get it working
2: no, this, is, this is a push and run <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> that's exactly what it it's was it's a new model <laughs> I swear I awesome. swear so so he he says to me he goes alright do this class in the next class and we'll put you in the class after that, but you need to get this fixed because we can't just be watching you run down the, <laughs> run down the street every time we stop to talk about, talk about how you're driving and, and, when, how, and talk about your riding. We just can't do that. I was like, okay. So I take it down to this dodgy back-end alley garage. And I go to the, I go to the guy. Yeah, I'm missing the, I'm missing the Kickstarter. He was like, "No shit, fucking genius." <laughs> 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 Dumb kid.
2: <laughs> and I'm, like, yeah.
3: so I'm like, I'm like, I think I'm twenty. Can't you make yeah, me yeah, one? I'm twenty-one. I'm twenty-one at the time. I was like. Well, how much is that going to cost me? Because I thought you'd just stick it on, you know? I was like, you just stick a Kickstarter on. No, he's like, I, have to, I, I still don't know how he did it, but you you got to strip the whole fucking thing down to put a new one in, yeah?
1: Oh, boy. The shaft was broken. Oh, it was totally gone.
3: There was yeah, nothing. Yeah, there was even like the sheer. spline sticking no, out. No, no, oh, no, there was rolling. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was absolutely zero there. <laughs>
2: uh. <laughs> it was... T- <laughs> so he needed parts. Yeah.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that cost, that cost me on top of the. 400 and I think I've paid 475 pounds for it Jeez. at the time in, in that was in 1989 and then it cost me another I think it cost me just under 100 quid to put that on
1: Oh boy! I yeah. thought it would be more so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like,
3: like I think I—I I don't remember exactly, but I think I would priced it, and I, it was almost the same price as the bike or something. I was like, "What the
1: fuck?" It, and just, it was like, yeah. a
2: push and go. Come it on! Was a push yeah, I could just kept a push and go. <laughs> I love but that. It was just
1: fucking, park at the top of it, the hill. Yeah. Whenever you <laughs> yeah.
2: stop. <and> roll <laughs> cars
1: <out>. like that.
3: <laughs> so I just I just bust up with my girl at the time, so I moved in with my grandparents. I got this Kickstarter fixed on the bike. I'm not drinking, because I've now got a bike. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go out every night still with all my mates and now have a motorbike to go around on. My grandfather went fucking mad. He was like that. <laughs> Don't be bringing around that, around this neighborhood. There's no bikers in this neighborhood. This is a fucking nice neighborhood. What did you do buying a fucking <laughs> motorbike? <laughs> and my grand's going, leave him alone. He's only young. Yeah, he could have asked me to buy a motorbike. So, so every night I went out, I used to have to... Turn, turn it off like a block and a half away and just <laughs> roll it <laughs> down <laughs> and then push it through the garden <laughs> <Like> <laughs> through the garden and leave it outside and every every morning i'd get home at like three in the morning my grandfather was an awesome dude he, he gave my grandmother breakfast in bed every day of her life awesome but when the grandchildren stayed including myself you got up at 5 30 every fucking morning <laughs> <right>? <laughs> <laughs> and the way he got the way he got you out of bed he, he'd make breakfast first he'd take it to my grand, then he'd make bacon egg f- total fried breakfast every time and then he'd come in with a golf club and he'd start at the bottom of the bed and he'd walk in and you wouldn't hear him the first time and you just hear bam at your feet <laughs> and he'd miss you by that and you had to move, or you would fucking hit it. So you were like, <laughs> and then you go bam, bam, until you're until you're out
1: the fucking yeah. bed. Squeeze you th- like a roll of toothpaste. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. You yeah, yeah. but uh, at up. least you had some bacon, eggs, and bangers and. Yeah, but
3: I le- I, I learned. Yeah, and I yeah, and I learned how to ride a bike. Over those, uh, like I had, I had twelve lessons, which was really important because I'd never been on one because I didn't know what a fucking kickstarter was. So <laughs> so, so you
1: got a push starter. <laughs> so I had so I
3: had I had twelve week twelve weeks of lessons and like I used to love just getting kitted up kidded up in my CD CD gear. I, you know what? I still have the I still have the Scott motorbike jacket in my house today and it still fits me Sweet. from from uh, wow. nineteen eighty nine. Still awesome. have it. It's a blue blue with aluminum lining leather nice. short stuff. Still have it. So if anyone wants it. I should wait it for Halloween Too ghoul cool for school.
1: <laughs> <But> <laughs> there you go.
3: Halloween's coming up for But soon. yeah. So that that bike was awesome. I used to go out in the pissing rain in Scotland and what I'd learned on the on the course and I do I strongly recommend that anyone who's never been on a bike get some lessons especially in the city going across railway tracks oh boy, and all yeah.
4: that. Oh yeah you see everybody yeah. go down on those. Yeah there's 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 a there's a,
1: a ladies club isn't there the M's and Katie are part well, of Well dames uh, don't care Emily don't should care. probably yeah. be here next week. Yes. Yeah well there's a curb unit uh, but yeah there's a quite a few ladies clubs out there.
3: Yeah but yeah. but that one dames don't care they told respectful like a friend of mine Emma no Emma not Emily just bought a bike, they invited her into that, she, uh, she, yeah, so, yeah, Yeah, get a couple of lessons first, don't think you can do
1: it, another mate of mine crashed four times and now he's not doing bikes anymore. Yeah, it's very easy to be discouraged if you just go out there, you know. Uh, yeah I recommend getting really drunk first that way it doesn't hurt <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then uh, next time you'll forget and then you can just go on doing it again but uh, no ser- in all seriousness uh, Racers Alley doesn't condone that type of thing that we really do recommend it so uh, we're gonna take a little bit of a break here and uh, drink we'll be back don't r- uh, drive right or drink don't ride that's or, why I drink across, across the, the street dri- from yeah. my apartment <laughs> actually, yeah exactly <laughs> you know yar anyways let's put on some music Milk Crate Ah, oh, thanks Brian. <laughs> Holy moly, so, uh, back here at Racer's Alley, uh, meeting the radio in the heart of the mission. Yeah, thanks for joining us again. Like I said, we were actually not here for about three weeks, uh, or we were here and we had technical difficulties and yarr, whatever they may be. Anyhow, um, you know, uh, there's a thing, uh, there was a big old meeting, like I said earlier, over at the Moto Girl for that big-ass ride for the Women's World Rally stuff, right? Okay, at that time, you know, um, there's a guy, uh, Clay Murphy. He uh, is a San Francisco motorcycle club member, old school. Uh, uh, he's a he's a good boy, and uh, what he's doing right now is he's uh, running an organization that he wants to start, uh, FirstRides.org. It's uh, he wants to help kids uh, love bikes, and uh, basically right now he's looking for any type of donations. Uh, for motorcycle gear for kids, anytime, uh, 15, 16 on down, uh, you, smaller stuff is better as well as, uh, you know, uh, motorcycles. If you guys have shit lying around that, uh, haven't ridden forever. I mean, any bike is a bike for a kid. I mean, even a Briggs and Stratton. So firstrise.org, uh, basically they're trying to, uh, have an organization, Clay's running that, uh, allow, uh, you know, uh, kids who would not normally be able to ride a motorcycle, per se, and uh, 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 volunteering, he's uh, looking for, uh, well, actually, uh, all the gear and all the bikes, as well as if you want to help uh, teach kids to ride, to uh, do that as well. Anyway, so we had a huge-ass bag of shit from uh 2 jazz bag of gear, sorry, from uh, Tony Nunez. Uh, he's an AFM racer, by the way. He's a, he's a really badass. And uh, so, yeah, he gave a, a whole bunch of gear, a whole bunch of boots, and that was really, really cool. One of the SFMC boys uh, came and picked it up over from Tokyo Motor the other day. And uh, that being said, uh, uh, if you want to give to firstrides.org, you know we're looking for any type of motorcycle gear, motorcycle stuff, even if you want to volunteer and help. I believe they're doing all this out of Carnegie, by the way, and uh, that season's coming soon. Go Carnegie! Go Carnegie! And um, you can always drop off any gear at Bender's. you Drop me off a uh, Kickstarter, please. Yeah, oh, we need a Kickstarter as well. And uh, yeah, drop it off at Bender's, tokyomoto Moto, or Molotov's, uh, as well as uh, SFMC. So we're, if you have anything for the kids, you know, firstrides.org org. Clay Murphy's putting this together, and uh, it's a really, really good program because, you know, we all start yeah. somewhere, and yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, and,
2: or if you got a kid that needs
1: to be there, exactly. Good, good point, Wade. You know, if if you don't have any way to go, uh, cheat some, yeah. Yeah, where was way, it when you know. we
2: were all little kids?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's uh, a
2: great idea, totally great idea. We have a big kid over here, so I have a question about for a new big kid. Anyhow, yeah. If you show up, I'm sure they'll, they'll,
1: they'll teach you something. I need to be taught again. I need to be re taught. Ah, there we we go. Yeah, <laughs> get you out there. You are. For sure. So uh, firstrides.org. Uh, bring any gear, uh, benders. Uh, thank you, Johnny, uh, who uh, who's uh, over there all the time for uh, having our shit in your way. It's really really cool. Uh, last time, I like I said, Tony Nunez brought in a big bin, huge old garbage bag full of gear for the kids. That's really really awesome. And thank you. And Tony's a XAFM a- 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 racer, AFM racer. We started talking. He's like, I need to get me an FCR 400. And I go, I need to two. So. Uh, so hopefully he'll get one out there and yeah, be a racer again. Four hundred class, you know, right? It's a, it's a new big thing. It's always been. Anyways, uh, thank you, Benders. Thank you, Tokyo Motor, and especially Molotovs uh, uh, as well. Uh, we're all three of those folks. Uh, it's very important to be able to drop off stuff, so it's really really cool. And, and also here at E Radio, I was talking to Pam. If you ever need to drop off anything, drop it off here at E as well. That does not include garbage or uh, anything that's uh, smelly. So what?
3: Yeah, so the, yeah, why, why are you there? Have a pint, have something to eat at countertop, but uh, have a game of pool of Molotovs, have a
1: couple of drinks, tip your leave your stuff, and tip. Those bartenders. I always tip your bartenders. yeah Uh Thank you. Actually, <laughs> that that's a big deal. I mean, wherever you go, I mean, obviously, you know, it's, uh, all those all these folks that I'm talking about. I mean, they're great establishments to actually stay at and hang out and stuff. I mean, you meet family type people and uh, bunch of cool folks. You know, so that's 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 really really neat. All right? the services. All yeah, all and, the J- services.
3: and Jake um, Shane, the pianist, and Jake and Pam all work at countertop there. The food is absolutely delicious at Bender's. goes really well with any pint, any pint you choose, any sandwich, any tater tots, any burger. All yeah,
1: delicious. Uh, yeah, uh, actually, lately they just had a, uh, a uh, what do you call it, a uh, TV dinner. And uh, that was pretty neat. I think Shane uh, uh, thought that one up where you had, uh, you know, uh, well, actually, folks of a certain age, would don't know what that means, but aluminum, aluminum foil dish with everything segregated from the apple pie to the mashed potatoes. Ooh. And the Remember those, mm-hmm. nice.
2: Oh, <laughs> you know, back home. Are, so. That's how mom used to cook.
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, that was a thing back then. It was like being a spaceman or something. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the Appenders is actually, uh, yeah, they're always doing great things and they just really did have a nice, uh, TV, TV dinner so to speak with, uh, kil- balsas and, uh, and, uh, uh sauerkraut with uh, really great garlic mashed potatoes and a uh, really nice apple something thingy uh which is always in your t- uh, actually tv dinner <laughs> anyhow uh boy let's see here uh we thanked clay over here afm boy their uh, last race is coming this weekend Uh, have a great time uh, all you folks out there I believe at Thunder Hill and I want to say thank you to AFM for always being out there for us Uh, my year didn't end up uh, I I shut my year down early but I'll be out there next year and uh, maybe on a few different bikes and uh, you know uh, thank you Barbara thank you all the turn workers especially and I hear the next weekend is going to have a turn worker appreciation so anyone out there if you can uh, you know uh, send them a, a good shout out and also here Actually, uh, you can always call me at 415-550-0501, or you can reach me at face of a book, uh, racer's alley. Uh, you know, if you ever want to donate to the the turn workers, anything, I'll make sure it gets out to those folks. But, uh, you know, without them, we wouldn't be able to race. And, uh, you know, it's a very, very, uh, it's not an easy job to be out there. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. RER so uh, thank you AFM and thank you turn workers and uh, we'll see you next year as far as uh, I'm concerned definitely for sure at Willow. and uh, boy uh, Wade you got any organizations you want to say thank you to?
2: Uh, SRA West WERA, ARMA I'm um, um, um. Yeah, where no? Uh, I forget how you say it, but the ones in Oregon and Washington also.
1: O M R R A and uh, Washington W N R R A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, folks, we'll, we'll do Uh-oh. our homework <laughs> in Oregon and Washington, and next week we'll. <laughs> haven't we'll, been we'll there play in a couple of weeks. Yeah, exactly. You know, but uh, yeah, as as far as the racing's all winding down, you'll see a lot of folks uh, either uh, gearing up for next year, or, uh, trying to find sponsors. I mean, it's the usual end of the year shuffle and uh, all you racers yeah. this next weekend keep it up you know don't be a hero on the last race and uh, you know everyone have you a good old fun time unless you <laughs> are right da, da, da. You know. there you go there you and that
2: goes for lodi and dirt ride and stuff yeah, it's too.
1: halloween yeah you could rollerball roller ball it i can't uh-huh. even say that
2: bullet,
1: yeah. <laughs> right yeah so uh yeah, good uh, good times racing out there. And uh, so wait, I don't think we got anything going on racing for the rest of the year, right? Um. Uh, uh, A raci- I'm going go, go raci- to go to uh, after uh, that's that, right? Right. Willow
2: Springs in two weeks with Weira.
1: Okay, uh, two so weeks, uh, three weeks. What are you uh, running? Sometime
2: next month, sidecar.
1: Okay, so uh, the November uh, the Weira yeah i had that on my I calendar think
2: i think it's a seventh or something yeah yeah so yeah our restaurant is supposed to be open and then i can i can i can turn around and i can think about going racing for a second
1: well yes yeah, at,
2: at least for one more weekend uh
1: uh uh, yeah. uh mr lindauer uh gonna be your passenger
2: yeah we're hoping so he better uh he's he's <laughs> getting over uh, a hernia operation
1: holy moly uh Eric, feel better, After dude. After you know all had this had other stuff. And yeah. Yeah, uh,
2: he's got to be able to put a superman cape on and let's go flying
1: well there's no better way to Close. heal than go racing
2: that's right good shot of you adrenaline know. heals everything exactly that's right I, I come back from the races like you know three
1: years younger every time we go to me too I stop feeling pain after I do a race even though I just like Ooh, uh, had a word for, even you know, the worst race even the worst uh, even the bad day of racing is better yeah. than a day of anything else and <laughs> totally. yeah you should, you I usually
2: want to say say uh, f- feel that p- kind of that good or really close to it on the way to the races or a couple of days ahead of time you're you're well, i guess just getting excited and stuff okay i'm gonna, I'm gonna do good and do whatever you're doing yeah make run your, faster jump higher
1: make you make yeah. you last new race t- i left i was totally totally smiling in my truck i was like i couldn't even like suppress a smile i'm going out there you know listening to music and it's brian's truck and here we are got the 636 and you know it's been a whole battle i thought i finally fucking go well i could say that word tonight battle <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> wow. anyways um boy oh boy and in the end uh yeah make, you, you are. make, make, make you, you, it make work and it was just like but it's I didn't end up really grinning in the end you know it's was just like, okay, well, we'll finish race weekend and ride home but it was the the whole act of racing now, you know is to be you know fun. get away uh, it's you just don't know which way the sales are gonna go, but it's still racing yeah no make make
3: make your new choice of drug adrenaline it's free it's awesome it lasts for days. And you can just get
1: straight back up on it whenever well, you like. I have a bunch of effing prints yeah. if you want to buy any. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, I ideal in that shit. Anyhow. Uh, yeah. And like I said. Uh, I think racing's better, it's isn't it? Uh, <laughs> even though it's a bad uh, you ride your bike, time, it's race. still fun. You know, it's, yeah, sometimes you fall, right? Or sometimes your kickstand ain't there. But no matter what. <laughs> nope, any, not any, once any you time learn. time on a bike, yeah, you know, it's a good time on a bike, you know. And, uh, yeah, I mean, shit. Milkway Brian, man, you should have seen his bike before it got it got stole. It was, it was <laughs> so was all my friends are veterans, you know. They're all hard motherfuckers, <laughs> and they look at his bike. Whoa! Ah, oh, Jesus! See some tears coming yeah. out of some eyes. The way they left his bike was just so bad. I've never seen like,
4: something gutted that. Oh my, my God!
1: Life. Like I said, we it's all like looking at a apart murder, from my cousin uh, in uh,
3: Germany.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there, there, there was stuff on top of of it too it's just like oh, all right but uh, yeah it's Ooh. good you're getting it back and well, i'm getting back and i'm yeah. getting
4: back into the beater lifestyle you know i've had too many nice bikes alex well the sr
1: uh, you get back on right it's yeah like a, what, what happened right now you need to redo the valves
4: uh no i seized it uh you are. i was out jo- joyriding on one of those hot summer days that we had recently because i was stir crazy at home and it was too early to go to the bar to drink so i decided to do something productive Uh-oh. and i decided to ride my sr Um, And I was winding the crap out of it, and it was a hot night. And at one of the stoplights over by Twin Peaks, that motor just started. Low on oil? Is that oil in it? I've heard that those Waseco pistons, after about 500 miles, can have a lot of thermal expansion. Um, Wiseco? Yeah, Wiseco. Um,
3: that sounds a good, like a good uh, pickup line for your vintage bike that you take out on <laughs> yeah. your tin, on your Tinder dates.
2: Maybe, <laughs> There's a lot of maybe. Thermal
3: expansion going on here. Last. Yeah, the Pistons have to, gonna heat up. We might maybe. have to stop for a minute.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so that back, engine's uh, coming back uh, out and it's gonna get redone again and we'll see what went wrong the first time. Uh, but in the meantime, I've got my eyes on a little Ninja 250 because I need to have a beater again need to have a bike that i don't care about if it gets stolen or smashed up or somebody messes with it i've had too much nice things on the street lately and they got to stay in the garage
1: you know compared with that sr 500 that ninja 250 if you decide to go to alice's or piway one you would be amazed how you know um effective they are no i
4: have found you three know, of them in my they life are. they're awesome just
1: Just look and just uh, uh body english i mean it's just yeah they're just uh carvers
4: yeah i mean you can get those down to about 280 pounds if you strip all the crap off of them so i'm and looking they, forward to that
1: and the sr i believe was a uh, you know that was back in the day i don't know way to uh, i believe they used to turn that into a flat tracker right the sr 500 that was the
2: everything they still got a whole bunch of flat trackers still run them lodi and everywhere and even the mileage bunch of them there's a whole bunch of them that are still running um don't see the next one but the srs i don't see too, too many hondas either but a lot of yamahas
4: huh.
2: um but and then some of us Let's actually see. also made road races out of them
4: well they're dead um, simple and they're easy to work on yeah so i got a lot of really? performance parts uh, for them you, you made, did you did you uh, put a fairing around one? weight?
2: yeah, I had a, I got 125 out of my SR. Wow, that's a supposedly that's pretty that's insane.
1: a that's pretty big deal.
2: Yeah, 600. Yeah, yeah. I really. I had a, I was making fiberglass then. I had a, yeah. a quarter fairing, bottom fairing thingy uh, that I put together with it, and so I was going to ask you what cam you are going to run in here. Yeah, I was running the the 80 cam on that, and all the little doodads, 40 millimeter pump or carburetor, yeah. and um, I started making fairings and so there was three of us that had identical bikes they both had professionally built motors I had to build everything myself but yeah but I made the glass and I took a lot of time to really I want to say perfect how streamlined my what mine was I put theirs on and everything and and I did the same thing on everybody's but I really took extra time on mine
1: you had the factory uh, yeah. uh, glass. I
2: had the factory <laughs> glass. This is what it's really, really, really supposed to be, yeah. and this is how... Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so, we, anyhow, uh, I beat them both.
1: <laughs> wow. Of course you did. yeah. And, uh, yeah, uh, Wade used to, uh, back in the day, um, you know, uh, for folks out there, uh, motorcycling, you know, they didn't come with plastic and stuff, so, like, 70s, 80s, that was kind of a thing, but, you know, if you wanted to race and stuff, that had to all be handmade, and Geez, wait! I mean, you, you started making uh, glass for quite a while uh, back then for a lot of folks. And I've actually helped you move a lot of that glass for many, many different bikes, uppers and lowers and stuff. Yeah, you know, all
2: kinds of stuff. And when I uh, I was born in the city, but I didn't go to school here. And, and, and anyhow, I moved to the city, at, and I didn't know how to do any of that. But I learned it while I was here.
1: Gotcha. And, yeah. I mean... Um, we wanted you, to make fairings. <laughs> so... Uh, back then there wasn't a youtube and uh, folks out there uh listeners uh when i say glass it's fiberglass so it's like a fairing around an old case. Oh, no, i thought we we're going Breaking fiber- bad there for a yeah. minute like, what the hell i just walked back in <laughs> <laughs> there you are <laughs> that's the next episode mate but uh anyhow uh, yeah fiberglass so wade used to make fiberglass uh fairings for old 80s bikes and uh mid-80s bikes and that was before people actually made them now you know there was air tech uh, went on from there and now they have shark skins and uh, back then, there was Lockhart Phillips. So there, there was a bunch of folks out there doing different versions of things. But, uh, you know, they would never make uh, what that Wade just made for his Moto Guzzi. And you can find that over on Facebook, uh, Racers Alley. Because, yeah, you custom-made a fiberglass that was never made for a bike like that.
2: Yeah, I had to make a pan. Exactly. Custom-made pan. I pretty much only do custom stuff now and then only do it for my team
1: <laughs> <laughs> and to go faster
2: Yar. Yeah, and to go faster 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 whatever it takes we, to I go mean, faster I mean,
1: I
3: mean that must be fantastic back in the day before uh, before they had youtube and everything because everyone had their own ideas to do stuff and you just share them and it like flow like a wave around the planet instead of everyone going okay i'm gonna do it like that yeah. So, yeah well,
2: ex- exactly so I, I kinda got a case on that so i got a buddy uh, that made this monocoque motorcycle frame chassis blah blah blah, they were making them back then they made them out of brisbane there was like three guys doing it they they took they took them to sears point and they showed the world right and and they didn't have a patent and everybody copied them (laughs) no uh bummer oh
1: really Uh, it it never
2: so far it hasn't really flown and everything to where you could hardly see but they all have monica Chassis try where they try a little here and there and stuff. Anyhow, I've got one of the original originals and it's priceless, and yeah, yeah. And yeah seriously. Still, it's like other Smithsonian priceless.
1: <laughs> Anyways, let's <laughs> gonna wind down here, guys. Uh, I want to say thank you, Yara Yara.
2: See? Oh, thank
1: you for it. thank you. I've so enjoyed being here. It's been uh, so chillax. We'd love to have you back. Cause I don't think our crew has laughed <laughs> uh, that much in quite some time. <laughs> you know, come back Monday, we will come back on Monday for a workshop with Pam and like maybe yeah. maybe horn it, yeah, it a little I, bit. I, I think you should a bit of finesse uh, there. definitely. I think, yeah. I think that's a great yeah, idea. And come tell a
2: couple jokes.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, wonderful to have you here. And I hope to have you back. And uh, Wade, right on Berliner, Berliner, and uh, we'll we'll talk. Later and uh you know be here next week uh, as usual. And Bill uh, Craig Bryant, always uh wonderful to have you here and spinning the tunes. Yeah, so always we are nice seven fifty and thank you guys for being here. Thank uh, you. we Alex. are here at Racers Alley at Beauty Radio, and I believe we have actually signed off.
4: Good night.
0: And don't say no. Thank oh.